Hello everybody, welcome back to a You Are Uneducator free podcast on Anchor FM and Spotify. Oh, well done, well done, well done everybody. It's a good thing that you guys are um, listening and um, I'm so glad that some of my friends and my listeners are all spreading the good news. For us to be keeping culture. On Educator Freak, we keep culture. We talk about everything that needs to be done in order for us to keep African culture. Talk about things to uh, elevate the spirit of Africans. And also talking about people living with disabilities. And so today I'm going to re echo something to talk about respect, but it's going to be on greetings you see um i've seen a lot of africans missing things up they mix things up because they don't understand certain things we need to understand one thing clearly that there's difference between education religion civilization culture and heritage so we shouldn't allow our educational background, our exposure, our acquiring other kind of religion into Africa to mess up our traditional ways of life. It is very, very vital that we need to take care of these things. Because if we looked at what is happening generally, I've been saying it, the African culture, if case not taken, is going to be going into extinct. So we will not have something to tell our children, children, this is how we have been doing things. And it's so pathetic now that many Africans are not looking in that direction. They think everything, like I said, everything that associates with our culture seems to be dirty or archaic or not civilized. No, that's, that's not true. That's not true. We Africans need to understand that every country, every continent in the world, they are keeping their own culture. Let me give you, for example... The Chinese and the Indians, anywhere you find them, no matter how much education they acquire, they keep their ways of greetings. They bow their head, they kneel, they fold their arms together in greetings. Some of them are to go kneel. But we have all these beautiful cultural ways of greetings. But we are letting them go because some people in Africa think if you acquire a lot of knowledge, that means academically, they don't want to associate themselves with their ways of greetings. So everything has to be Western. You're making it look like Western ways of life, Western greetings supersede or better than your ways of greetings. No. We should keep it, no matter how 
knowledgeable you are, just keep that greetings. But I can tell you, those people who are very, very educated, if they have to start promoting our culture, I could tell you, everyone underneath you will want to learn from you, who want to emulate you. But if you try to discard the culture, what happens? Then people underneath you, like your colleagues, your workmates, your staff, in your community, they want to like, okay, because of his um, knowledge, maybe those things are not uh, obtainable anymore. But we shouldn't do that. We should promote our ways of greetings. And see, there's a beauty. There's this beauty in the way Africans respect elders. There's a lot of beauties. You know, you know every, every tribes, every tribes in the African continent, they have their way of greetings. And if you looked at all of them, they are similar. They are similar. And it's so beautiful. It shows a, a form of respect. But now we are losing it because of acquisition of education. Then also, uh, another thing affecting greetings is migration. People travel from Africa to Western world. And all they see is thinking the Western people ways of greetings or is much better. In my in my own community, you have to kneel as a man when you greet. You kneel and bow your head. Even when an elderly is having an handshake, you just just stretch your hands. You stretch your hands and you bow, or you kneel, You're not totally on the floor. In some in some area, they have to kneel on the floor as a lady. In some areas in Africa, in Nigeria, for instance, they have to prostrate. They have to be on the floor. It's, it's beautiful. Who says that that is not beautiful? People will say it, even internationally, and they say, wow, that shows a lot of respect for elders. Shows a lot of respect for people in authority you can't stand and greet people in africa that is why we are facing this trouble for those who are living outside africa in europe they're finding it difficult to inculcate these ways into their children because when they do it the other african mate will start laughing at them and it shouldn't be so if every Africans do the same, it's going to be an internationally thing, uh, internationally accepted, because it won't be like someone is doing it and the other person is not doing it. So if every black person in your school, in your workplace, greet your elderly, greet people in authority the same way, it won't be something new. But when our parents decide to say, oh, you know what? You have to keep your culture and that child does that greetings other people start looking at him or her like why is he why is he whole school there's nothing whole school with your culture there's nothing whole school with your ways of life we shouldn't make ourselves inferior 
before other nations in the world. Africa is rich in culture and we have beautiful culture. And that's one thing I think I will put credit to, to, to Christianity because Christianity really speaks on respect and greetings to people in authority, the, the elders. And so we should begin to think in this direction where we all Africans, we need to start putting our hands on deck to promote and inculcate our culture back to our children. Because I will tell you something, it might not make sense now. In years to come, Africa is going to be the world power. And when Africa becomes the world power, all our cultural heritage is gone. All our norms and values for culture is gone. Because we are allowing migration, civilization, mundialization, education to take away so many of these beautiful things that we've got naturally. We all have it. But the thing is, because we don't appreciate what we have until a foreigner will come and make a documentary about the beauty of African culture. And that's when you start seeing African being proud of themselves and trying to like emulate the beautiful things. Or let's say a, a Western person decide to come to Africa and bring it back to where he or she is coming from and they'll start doing it and they'll make it their own culture. See, when the European came to Africa those days, they knew we've got a lot of respect for people in authority. And that's when they came and said, you call them Sir. The Sir, S-I-R, like I said in my previous recordings on interviews or videos, Sir is a title given to prominent people in England only by the Queen. The Queen gives the title. But when these colonial masters came to Africa, they saw the way we respect our elders and they want to bring our respect to themselves. And so they said, you have to call the male persons in authority, sir, and the female persons in authority, ma. So it becomes like a universal thing. It becomes like something that everyone then accepted. So it becomes like a normal greetings now. And even when I came to England years ago, I found out that people don't use that word sir, even to their bosses, to people in authority, they don't use it because it's a title. So they call people by names. But in Africa, you don't call people in authority or your elders by name. And that's a way to respect people, to show greetings by calling them chief, master, boss, you know, sir, you know, because sir now has been taken to Africa and African people have already taken it like as part of the way of life, just to show respect to people in authority and to show respect to people who are older than them. So African culture is beautiful. So if you're out there listening to me, you're a young man, a young woman, children, begin to understand that go back to your parents, ask them, 
what is the way we greet people in Africa, in your community, in your locality? Begin to ask your parents and parents who are listening to me. Let us begin to put this thing back to our children. Because when we go out, we go to African homes and we see our children standing straight, greeting us. It, it, it doesn't, to me, I can't see any beauty in it. Apart from the fact that it sounds or it looks like a way these children disrespect us, it's like we're also losing it. We're losing that culture. But imagine when a child sees his father's friends or his dad's family and they have to prostrate or they have to kneel or they have to bow their head. Bowing their head means you're you're showing respect to that authority. But when a child just look to your face, to your eyes straight, and just say good morning, not even sir. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't portray Africans in the right picture. So for us to portray ourselves in the right picture, we have to start doing it rightly now. We have to go back to our roots. We have to go back to the basics. We have to start showing our children our historical movies, historical books, historical pictures. We have to tell them history of who we are and where we come from. What is our norms and values? We need to start telling these kids all of these beautiful things. If not, by the time Africa become the world power, we must have lost everything. We must have lost a whole lot of things to the Europeans, to the Americans. Okay? So, you might say old school as you are. No, we don't need to go back there. But don't say that. Because when you visit a, a the, 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 the family of uh, people from Chinese or Indian, you see the beauty of this culture. No amount of academic um, aspiration they had or the level of education, the promotion, the success, they still keep their culture. It's so beautiful when you meet visit to these two groups of people, even the English. They have a culture. I've seen many times when the queen is going to the parliament or going to have an address to address people. You see, top men, top guys, they all have to stand. It's respect. No one is going to sit and say, because this is England, I don't care who she is. No. Respect is respect. Greeting stands there. As a cultural way of life. So we, as Africans, we need to start looking in that direction. Keeping culture is what we do on Educate Africa. And we also talk about everything that matters, every mistake that we Africans are already getting into. This is AUA on Educate Africa, on Spotify, and Uncle FM. I'm so glad that... Um, a lot of people are listening, sharing this 
my podcast and a big thank you to uh, Uncle FM who gave me and so many others the free platform for our voices to be heard and um, also Spotify. So you could all you could always just look out for me on all my platform. A U R is E Y U W A. A U R. So if you want to look on the other platform, is Educate Africa, as in Educate and A F R I C. That's Africa. Educate Africa. So go on my website www.educatorfreak.com or if you want to email me to talk about anything or you want me to come to your business your offices your center and let's talk about keeping culture just email me on educatorfreak at gmail.com i am still your man here you are so let's see in this direction to keep our beautiful a beautiful way of respecting one another respect is very very vital it's another way of uh, proving or showing to people your identity because if you if you look at some people when without you knowing their names or where they come from but the way they greet you could just tell this person is from this group of people but we are all losing it. Our children stand in front of us and talk down to us, talk us down, you know, challenge us. We don't challenge authority. It's, just, it's not part of our culture and it's not beautiful. You could agree with me when people who are supposed to respect you don't respect you. There is no beauty in such way of life. So for us to enjoy ourselves, for us to enjoy our culture, we need to preserve it. We need to flaunt it. We need to spread good news. We need to prove it. We need to show it. We need to act it. That's when our children will see the beauty and they want to do the same. They want to practice it and they want to spread it on. If we don't, who is going to do it? We can't expect the Western world to come and teach us how to respect ourselves because they are already taking it away from us. I live in England and I... Sometimes when I, when I address some of my boss and they wonder, why do you have to bow? Why do you have to nail a bit? I say, because that, that's respect from where I come from. And I'm not going to lose it because I live in England. Because I'm not going to lose it because I want to sh show to my kids how to respect people. You could say it's old school. You could say it's archaic. You could say anything. But we should understand no matter how much education you attain, no matter how much wealth you have, no matter how much exposure you've gone, no matter how much places you may visit to, we have to keep our culture. Those things shouldn't take your culture away from you. Remember them. Remember this. Keeping culture is very, very vital. So we need to keep our culture and make our continent a better place to be. And also everyone represent Africa, must represent Africa well. I am a Ewer and I will be catching up with you guys on my new and next topic. Be good. Love you guys. Bye.
Hey, hello everybody, welcome back to Educate Freak. This is where we keep culture and talk about everything that matters to Africans. Today we'll be talking about something different. But before I go into that, I want to say a big thank you to every of my listeners, those of you who were able to share my podcast. Some of you do follow me even on my Instagram, my YouTube, my Facebook. I want to say a big thank you to you guys. You know, we are Africans and we need to talk about certain things that is going to promote us as Africans. And if you see some of the series of topics that I've mentioned, I've been talking about so many things that we could keep our culture flowing. And today I want to talk about the Black History Month. You know, Black History Month started in America in February. And so in America, they do examine Black History Month in February. In uh, United Kingdom, it's done in October. Same with Canada and same with Thailand. So these are the main four countries where Black History Month is examined. But I don't still know why Africans are not celebrating Black History Month. But it's something that we African we need to imbibe, we need to, you know, buy the idea and get into celebrating the the Black History Month. But before we celebrate Black History Month in Africa, there's certain things that we need to do as Africans and more more importantly our leaders because history is not something we just need to revisit and talk about and do nothing about so the black history month came as a result of the americans and the um, europeans made visit to africa taking a whole lot of people as slaves into their land to build and to cultivate and to um, do a lot of uh, labor, labor, they use them as labor for their constructions. So the thing is, slavery was done then, and do you know Africans still enslave their own people, Africans enslave Africans. We've seen where Africans are now involving in bringing people still into foreign land like Europe, America and all of these places even as far as Dubai Africans telling other Africans that we can get you a work permit or get you a job outside Africa and these guys are still practicing civilized slavery pretending to be like they want to help them. And some great personality, they are fought. They fought the Western world for moving them out of Africa to become slaves in the land. And as of today, 2020, we still see so many Africans still getting involved in such art. The people who started this act have now abolished 
that in. So that's why we have a law that says it's a crime for human trafficking. But do you know people still trafficking humans as mm -hmm. prostitutes, as slaves? And we're not doing anything about it. That's for people who now engage themselves in trafficking human beings. But what about our own African leaders? They are still enslaving their citizens. Because a whole lot of things is going on in Africa that celebrating Black History Month, to me, it still don't make any sense. Because when we say we're celebrating Black History Month, then we have people who still engage in the same fight these great people have fought years back. They fought this battle years back and we are still practicing it. So the origin of Black History Month was in 1915. Can imagine 1915 since 1915 people has begin to advocate people has begin to fight and make it known that you no know, black people need the voice black people need equality black people needed education black people need some freedom of movement some freedom of association and all of that we've seen powerful powerful people who have stood their ground and said no to slavery. But we Africans are still enslaving our own African family, our own African brothers and sisters, moving them abroad as slaves. It is ridiculous. Practical ridiculous. So it, it is not something, you know, one can easily write off. And our leaders still making Africa a place of suffering. You see young graduates, they have no jobs. They have to do many jobs on their land, in their country, in their continent. There's no good hospitals. People have to struggle to pay for hospital bills at the private hospitals. There are so many private schools all over Africa, the state and the federal schools are no longer functioning. And we are talking about Black Lives Matters. And now we want to celebrate the Black History Month. The Black History Month, people fought. People like Carter G. Wilson. People like Abraham Lincoln. These guys fought. They fought. For the voices of black people to be heard. They fought for black people liberty, black people equality. They fought so that slavery could be totally abolished. But now we still practice slavery, even on our land. You see, um, private owned businesses, yeah, private um proprietor or proprietresses still paying peanuts to their staffs what is that that's slavery you see people lying 
lying to young people, young men, young women, just to move them out of the country and take them outside Africa, promising them something great. And at the end of the day, they will seize all their passports, lock them in a place for them to be doing some domestic jobs. Maltreating people, human beings, Africans are not doing it to Africans. And we are celebrating the month of Black History. Now listen, guys, we need to celebrate. Don't get me wrong. It is time to celebrate those people who actually fought for us. Do you know in all countries in Africa, people have really stood their ground and fought for independence. But do you know, as of 2020, all African countries in Africa still depend on Western aid, Western support, Western, you know, product. We don't even believe in our own product. Everything that comes into Africa is imported. Everything. Even our education, our educational system is a Western education. Our religion, our Western religion. Where is our religion? Where is our culture? Where is our own belief? Where is our own democracy? Where is our own ways of governing our people? So everything that we operate in Africa is imported, is Western. So we are not... We are not independent. We are still depending on Western world. And so, people who fought, what do you think their spirit will be saying or will be feeling like, wherever they are? It seems that their struggles, their advocacy, do not even hold any kind of water because all they have said all they have fought for we are messing them up the generation the today's generation they are messing them up all our african leaders they make money in africa and they'll come outside africa to europe to america to buy houses they come for their medical checkup they come for their children education and we are talking about the history of black people we're talking about independence and we are still depending i don't see why we are still going through all of this so if you want us to deliberate on this topic i would love you guys to please join me on a group discussion i want you guys to just email me or call me or just send me something so that we can do uh, uh, a group I, I will definitely get you involved just let me know by email then we can talk about this it is really 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 pathetic it's a topic that i don't just want to be the only one talking about it so if i have like group of people that we can deliberate on this and you know pass this podcast on to as many as possible so that we can listen to it we can hear it there's nothing wrong celebrating all these great leaders all these great warriors that we have in the past 
they did a massive great job for us and that's why we can still find our place in this country i want to say a big thank you to you know united kingdom they they, they came to africa they came to say they colonize africa but if you see what happened in, in england they've given some right to black people we live in the same community we go to the same restaurant we attend the same schools we go to the same hospitals we enter the same churches and all of this beautiful thing you know i know it still it still exists in america but at least in america we still have some problems where you know some of the americans feel like oh this is a black community this is a white community the black can't get in here it's it totally wrong for any black or for any white folks thinking the black are still slave because if we want to go down to the roots of this issue we should be suing the white folks because they came to africa they came to invade on our land they came they in, in, in intruded into our own system we never invited them so we were not slaves on our land we were, we were citizens of that land. We were human beings. So they came. Forcefully take people. I, I won't say forcefully because from history, we found out that they had to pay some chiefs. They have to pay some kings to get human beings. Maybe they lied to them that we are taking them somewhere to work for us. But they paid some chiefs and some kings. And so that's what I'm saying as black people. We have been trading ourselves. We have been betraying ourselves. And so as Africans, this is the time we need to stop betraying and selling ourselves so cheap to the Western people. We need to hold our ground. We need to stand. We need to say, this is we. You cannot just come to some countries and say you want to buy people off by paying some top guys. It's not going to work. But in Africa, it's very, very easy. And that's why every every other every other continent or countries, they find it easy to just come into Africa and mess around our system. If you see what is happening, the Chinese now are the new colonial masters. They're getting into every African countries. They're trying to say they're giving you infrastructure and taking your mineral resources and all our leaders are folding their hands and these leaders we have phd orders we have master's degree we have people who studied even in western world they study in america in england in canada in ireland and more yet they are still gullible they're still gullible to fall prey to these people it is wrong but the problem we have is we most black people are so self-centered and wicked to ourselves until our mindset is totally cleansed and changed and then that's when we when we start to value who we are value what we have value our culture value our own education we don't value anything in africa we don't we don't just value our own stuff. We don't even value ourselves. We don't value our food. We don't value our culture. We don't value nothing. So everything we just believe, it should come from the Western world. Everything coming from the Western world, we see it as original. So things that belong to us, things that come from us, 
doesn't seem to be perfect, doesn't seem to be great, even to Africans. So this is the time as we celebrate the, the Black History Month, we should have a reflection of the struggle of the fight these guys have fought for us. They really, really fought for us to have our words, our voices being heard. They fought for liberty, equality in education, equality even in the political um, offices. But we in Africa still need to do a lot for ourselves. You see, when I when I had the the the, the last um crisis about Black Lives Matters, yes, Black Lives actually matters. But do you know, a white folks kill Black people. The whole Black people will raise their plaque, and they all says, "Oh, Black Lives Matter." This is wrong. The white shouldn't do that to black people. This is racial discriminations and all of that beautiful statement. But it's wrong. Do you know how many black people die in Africa by the hardship the leaders are putting us through? The leaders are actually putting us through a lot that is killing Africans on a daily basis. And no Africa is raising the flag raising the flag of liberty and freedom that no these are leaders these are the things you guys need to do and put right but rafa we still salute them we still hail them we still praise them we still want them to get into power i can imagine a leader spending over eight years over eight years in office and the citizens for their hands and when they don't the same leader they voted in years ago will be using the army using the police to kill their own citizens and we don't see that as a wrong act we africans in the diaspora have not raised our own plaque to say to these leaders black lives matter we haven't done that, but all we do is what the white folks is doing to the black. As of 2020, I could tell you 70% of the things the white people are doing benefit we blacks living out of Africa. 70% of the things they are doing benefit black people on their land, in their country, in their continent. But 70% of what our leaders are doing to the black living in Africa, 70% is wrong. It's a wrong deed. You could imagine one senator, just one senator, and then three times, three times the salary of a prime minister in England, a senator in Nigeria, Salary is three times the salary of a prime minister in a well-developed country and a developing country senator is earning three times and no one is saying anything about it. The citizens can raise the flag and say no to this because if they do, the same people in government will send police and the army to kill them.
And we talk about Black Lives Matters. We talk about Black History Month. These great people, they fought. If you go into history, I can't finish mentioning them because we have powerful great people in all countries in Africa who have genuinely fought for the countries in Africa independence. If the spirit of those people could see what was going on in Africa, they would definitely hate themselves for dying for their people. Because many of them die wrongfully for the wrong people. Because what we do in Africa, it is not acceptable internationally. It is not acceptable anywhere in the world. But yet, we cannot see and fight. Because if you try to fight, the leaders got the money, they got the power, they got all the resources to fight you back. So before we in Africa began to celebrate Black History Month, we need to fix our home. We need to change our own history. We need to change our own mentality. We need to change a whole lot of things. There's nothing wrong to integrate, to imbibe into new things. But before you accuse someone killing your person, before you accuse people, of invading into your land, transporting human beings, we need to find, do we still do it in Africa? Do our people still love each other? Do we still patronize each other? Do we value what we supposed to value? Do we encourage each other product? No. So let's celebrate Black History Month. In United Kingdom is celebrated in October. So that's why on my podcast this month, I'm talking about Black History Month. So I live in the United Kingdom, so that's the major reason why I'm putting this on board today. So join me and join the United Kingdom to celebrate the Black History Month. If you want to um, talk more about this, you want me to talk more about this, just email me on educateafrica.gmail.com or go to our website www.educateafrica.com But we'll be here celebrating and talking about the things that matters to us as Africans. Let us be proud of where we are. Let us flaunt and promote our own culture. Keeping culture. So what I love to talk about. My name is Iyua. Thank you very much for joining me on my podcast today. And I wish you all the Black History Month. Celebration to everyone. Celebration to the great ones who have done so much for us Black all over the world. Thank you God. Thank you for every energy and power. That we just just remember, check all the industries from sport to dance to music to entertainment to business to anything, anything to science. We have black people making great impacts. So, celebration to all my brothers everywhere. And, and be good, enjoy yourself. Bye. <laughs>